0: welcome welcome i'm so glad you are here uh, exciting disney news broke a couple days ago disney is bringing back character interactions beginning april 18th to all of their disney parks so this includes disney world disneyland disney alani and disney cruises um So because of COVID, they haven't had character interactions like they used to. So you're not able to give characters hugs or high fives or meet them up close or have them sign autograph books. It's all been at a distance. So the characters are always behind some type of barrier. They're either up on a balcony or they have a little fence between you and them or a rope or something so that there's a little bit of space. But beginning April 18th, they're going to be phasing in character interactions. So, I don't know if it's going to happen exactly on April 18th how every you know, like everything will be back to normal. I kind of doubt it cuz the way the article worded it that Disney released made it sound like they were kind of going to kind of phase it in. It wouldn't be immediate. So, it'll be interesting to see how they do it. I will be there on April 20th and the 20 nope, the 21st and the 22nd for all of the new nighttime entertainment and I'll also get to check out how the character interactions are working. So I'm really happy about that. I'm really hoping for a Mickey hug while I'm there. It's been a long time and I'm excited about it. So hopefully Mickey will be out giving hugs. We'll have to wait and see. I have really enjoyed the character interactions the past couple of years even though we haven't been able to get close to them and give them hugs. I've liked that they've really been out and about. Disney has made a huge effort to have the characters out. And there's no lines to see them, which is my favorite. You can just walk up. The characters all make a huge effort to interact with each and every person. And you can take a selfie, videos, pictures, and then you move on with your day. And there's no waiting in a big line to see Mickey Mouse or Goofy or something like that. So I have really enjoyed that. And I'm a little bit sad to think that that might be... Going away. So, I guess we'll just have to see. I mean, who knows? Maybe they will keep some of those character interactions happening as well throughout the parks, which I hope they do. Because it's fun to be able to see, you know, Alice in Wonderland or Tigger or something like that and have them wave to you and take a quick picture without having to wait, you know, in a huge line to do that. So, hopefully they can find a good balance between the two. That's what I'm hoping. There'll be a mixture of places where you can interact with characters and get hugs and autographs and those kinds of things, but they'll also have characters out and about where you can just walk by and take a picture and say hello real quick without waiting in line. So, what do you think? Is that going to happen? Am I going to get best of both worlds in this situation? Maybe. Time will tell. I'm excited to check it all out, but that is the exciting news that's happening coming up really quick. It's already April, and that's only really a couple weeks away. I wanted to share a review that I got on my podcast that made me so happy. This is from Lacey CC. She says, I have a household of three little ones and we try and do Disney twice a year even though we are a plane ride away just like Melissa and her family. Listening to an episode of her podcast can take me up to a few days to finish just because of my busy schedule with the kiddos, but boy do I look forward to it. It is the perfect balance of dreaming of our next trip, getting some brand new tips and tricks to help us out, and a true break away from my kids when I finally get the chance to listen. I always look forward to it. Keep them coming. Thanks, Melissa. That was so sweet of you, Lacey. I really appreciate it. I love getting reviews on my podcast because, A, it makes me so happy. I love feeling like I'm helping people out and making a difference. That's why I do this, because I enjoy it. And... it helps my podcast to grow that's how people find me if I have reviews and ratings so I really appreciate it every time somebody leaves me a review I get over the moon excited about it so thank you so much Lacey I really appreciate you listening and hopefully you have a Disney trip coming up if you want to leave me a review like, subscribe, rate my podcast that would really help me out and I would appreciate it so much Today we are going to be talking about planning your Disney vacation. I'm giving you 10 simple steps that can help you plan easily without a lot of stress. Because planning a Disney vacation can be stressful. I know. I understand that. And... I've narrowed it down to 10 things that if you just follow these steps, it'll walk you through the process and take a lot of stress and anxiety out of the whole thing, which is what you need. You don't need more stress when you're trying to plan a vacation. You have enough stress going on in your life. I understand that. So hopefully this will simplify the process, give you an idea of how things work when you're planning a Disney vacation and just make it easy for you because that's the whole goal. You want to get to your vacations, so you can start having a good time, but a little planning beforehand will go a long way to helping you have that great time when you actually are there. So we're going to take a quick break and when we get back, we'll jump right into planning for your Disney vacation. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Mixin' Some Magic. <music> Did you know I have a newsletter? Well, I do. And each month I send somebody from my newsletter some magic mail just because, just for fun, just because I love you. I love to give stuff away. And this is a really easy way for me to do it. So I just, each month... Pick somebody from my newsletter and send them some magic mail. So this past month, I sent out some ears from my friend Allie who makes adorable Mickey Mouse ears. Sent out some Allie's ears and this upcoming month for April is a surprise. I haven't announced my giveaway yet, but to enter to win, all you have to do is be subscribed to my newsletter. If you're already subscribed, you're already entered. It's that simple and it's really fun. I don't send out a ton of emails, usually about one a month. All with just helpful information, sometimes discount Disney tickets, all things that you're going to want to know about. So if you want to be entered to win my contest each and every month, all you have to do is subscribe. I will put a link in my show notes, but make sure you check that out. Click the link, subscribe so you can be automatically entered each and every month to win some magic mail. I get messages every day through my email and my social media from people who are heading to Disney and are overwhelmed with the idea of planning their vacation. These people don't know where to start and they're stressed about park tickets and hotel rooms and wait times and dining reservations and Genie Plus and Rider Swap and rope dropping and on and on and on. There's so many things to think about when you are planning a vacation. So I decided to put all of this together, 10 simple steps to help you plan your Disney vacation so that you don't have to worry and stress about it. You'll know that you have it all covered in 10 easy steps. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. All right. The first step for visiting Disney is deciding when you're going to visit. Now I get asked all the time, when is the perfect time to visit Disneyland or Disney World? And I can't answer this question. I can answer it for me when I like to visit, which is anytime. It doesn't matter. (laughs) I'll go anytime. I'm always ready. But for other people, it really just depends on you and your family and what Kinds of things are important to you or what you're looking for. Some people really don't want to take their kids out of school, and so visiting over the summer or during one of their breaks is the perfect time for them. Other people want to visit during Halloween time or the holidays. Some people are looking for warmer weather and want to visit when the weather will be warmer, and then there's other people who want to visit when it's cooler. Some people are really, really hell bent on finding the very lowest crowd time to visit and that's when they wanna go. Um, I've been this person before where I've like scoured every crowd calendar I could find and tried to find the very lowest time. And that's stressful because you never know, right? The crowd calendars are really just our best guesses at crowd levels. And if you hang your whole vacation on low crowds and then something works out and they're not low crowds, you're gonna be disappointed. So I would say just pick a time that works for you and your family Disney parks are always crowded that's just the way it is and so if you happen to be visiting at a lower crowd time that'll be great if you can't go during lower crowd times and the best time for you is spring break or summertime that's fine too you're still going to have a great time and no matter when you visit there are going to be people there so just pick something that works for you and your family and decide on your dates. If you're not sure when to visit, I have a complete guide to every single month on my website. So on each month I have a crowd calendar and weather and what to expect and events and things like that so that you can decide when is best for your family And it's all on my website. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. But there are lots of things to think about when you're deciding when to visit. So I put together a guide for each month so that you can know kind of what's happening and you don't show up and say, oh, we didn't know it was the food and wine festival. Or we thought that Halloween time would be up and running by now when we came for our visit and it's not. Just so you know, that will be helpful to you. So check that out. I'll put a link in the show notes. Okay, you've decided when you're going to visit, and now you need to decide if you're going to use Genie Plus or not. So Genie Plus is the new system that replaced the old FastPass, MaxPass system, and it is an additional $20 per person per day and allows you to enter certain attractions through the Lightning Lane. Now, Genie Plus isn't for everybody, and I don't want you to feel like you have to have Genie Plus or you're not going to have a good time at Disney because that is not the case. It's much easier to get away without using Genie Plus at Disneyland than it is than it is at Disney World. Disney World is just a little bit crazier, a little bit busier, and I do recommend Genie Plus if you're visiting Disney World. Now Disneyland you can go either way. It does save you time, but you can still ride just about everything that you want to ride in the standby line without Genie+. Plus. So it kind of depends on your budget and your family and how long you have there, those kinds of things. So... Decide ahead of time if you're going to be using Genie Plus or not. I have information on my website about Genie Plus. I have a whole podcast episode about Genie Plus that talks about how to use it and who should use it, those types of things. So I'll put a link to the podcast in my show notes and also to my website information. But just start thinking about it because when you purchase your tickets, there is an option to add it on while you're purchasing your tickets if you are on the fence about genie plus and aren't sure if you're going to want it or if it's going to be valuable to you i would wait because you can add it the day of your visit so if you're going to disneyland and you're like "Ah, oh man i'm just not sure that we're, we're really going to want to use this or it's really going to be worth the money for us then wait keep thinking about it and maybe try it out for one day. Try it out for your first day in the park. If you loved it and found it really valuable, you can continue to add it for the rest of your vacation or not. Maybe you try it and you're like, nah, that wasn't worth the money. We don't need that. So if you're on the fence, then just wait. But if you know for sure that you're going to be using it, then you can add it to your ticket at the time of purchase and purchase it all at once. The next step is to purchase your Disney park tickets. You can't visit the parks without a ticket. Now, you can get them from the Disneyland website or the Disney World website. If you go that route, then you will pay full price. They don't have sales. They don't have deals. And I don't want you to pay full price for your tickets because discount. Disney park tickets are available my partners at getaway today have the very best prices around they're always discounted off the gate price and I have been using them for 15 years and I love them I don't want to buy my tickets anywhere else I won't do it because they have great prices great deals on hotels and they also have incredible customer service they even have layaway plans so if you are wanting to get started on your vacation and make payments you can do that They are amazing, and so please don't pay full price for your Disney Park tickets. I'll put a link to them in the show notes. They have Disney World and Disneyland tickets, and I really recommend purchasing through them so you can save that money. There are two ticket options. They have a one park per day and the park hopper. The park hopper allows you to hop in between the different parks after 1 p.m., Now, personally, I don't usually buy the park hopper because I think it's too expensive. I'd rather save the money, and when we are at Disneyland, there's so much to do in each park that we are completely happy to stay in one park for the whole day. I know some people disagree, and they love to park hop, and that's totally up to you. But I prefer to have one park per day, save the money, and really i could use that for genie plus if i chose to now if you're going to disney world you need to be aware that they have a park hopper ticket but park hopping at disney world is much more difficult than it is at disneyland so at disneyland you can literally walk across the esplanade to the other park it'll take you like two minutes to get from disneyland to california adventure Disney World is not like that. Their parks are so spread out that you're going to need to either drive yourself or take an Uber or a Lyft or something like that, or you can use the Disney Transportation you'll wait in line, get on the bus, it'll take you to another park, and that usually takes an hour or more if you are park hopping at Disney World. So just factor that into your time. If you're only going for a couple days and really trying to experience as much as you can at Disney World, then maybe that's the best option for you. I don't usually like to hop when I'm at Disney World just because of the time suck that it really is. And saves me money to not park cop and there's really so much to do in all the parks that I'm totally happy to just stay put and not run around trying to hit different parks. So think about that. What option you're going to have if you're going to have one park per day or or Park Copper. Decide that so that you know what you're doing when you go to purchase your tickets. And if you choose, you can also add on the Genie Plus option. You can do that if you're buying them through Disney or through Getaway Today. Either of those places has that option. All right, step number four is to make a park reservation. Tickets and park reservations are required to visit the Disney parks. So now that you've got your tickets, you can make your park reservations. So if you purchase your ticket for full price through Disneyland or Disney World, you make your park reservation at that same time that you're purchasing your ticket if you're buying discount tickets from getaway today they will send you an email usually it's just a few minutes after you purchase your tickets that has your ticket number and then you can go on to the Disney website and make your park reservations so no matter what you do you have to have to have to have a park reservation I've heard so many stories of people who didn't know this and just showed up at Disney with their tickets and weren't able to get in. So they require park tickets and park reservations. Now, during busier times of the year, the reservations will be gone quickly. So don't sit around thinking, oh, I'll make my reservation a week or two before our visit. That's not gonna cut it. You need to make your reservations as soon as possible. You can make them up to 120 days in advance. So I recommend doing that as soon as possible, as soon as you have your tickets, make those park reservations. All right, after you've got your reservations, you need to think about your hotel. So if you purchased a package with Getaway Today and you already have your hotel, then you can skip this section, you don't need a hotel. If you happen to be purchasing a package with a hotel and tickets from Getaway Today, you can use my code MSM10 to save $10. Not a ton, but it'll buy you a churro or maybe Some cotton candy, popcorn, whatever you want. Ooh, a cream cheese pretzel and a Coke. That's what I would get. That's what I'm craving right now cream cheese pretzel and a Diet Coke. So I'd get myself one of those with the money saved. So there are many different places that you can stay when you're going to Disneyland and Disney World. Disneyland has three on property hotels they have the Grand Californian, the Disneyland Hotel, and the Paradise Pier Hotel. And I hear a lot of people. Who really are wanting to stay on property and feel like it's so expensive, because it is, and once they realize that there are other hotels that are actually closer for a fraction of the price, then they switch over pretty quick and go with those closer, cheaper hotels. Now, it kind of just depends on you. There are tons of hotels around Disneyland that are all within walking distance. There's shuttle systems. You can Uber and Lyft. It's really easy to get to the Disneyland parks, even if you're staying a little bit farther away. There's also some really nice hotels around Disneyland that aren't any of the on property hotels that are actually cheaper and nicer than the on property hotels. So just keep that in mind. You don't have to stay on property at Disneyland to have a really great time. I want you to check out all of the hotel deals on getaway today's website because they have really great prices and a lot of their hotels will have deals like buy three nights, get the fourth night free. I always love those deals and look for them because I need a free night for sure. So if you have more than five people, you're definitely going to want to check out other options instead of Disney properties because you cannot have more than four or five people in a Disney room. We have six people in our family, so we'd have to book two rooms, which really gets out of control price-wise, or a suite, which also gets out of control price-wise, and it just doesn't make sense for us. So we always stay off-site at a cheaper hotel I'm not really picky about my hotels as long as it's clean and close, then that's good enough for me. So, lots of different ways to save on your Disney vacation, but booking a hotel that's not on property and through Getaway Today is one of the very best ways that you can save money. Like I said before, I prefer a hotel that's within walking distance. I don't want to mess with parking at Disneyland in the morning. I want to be able to just get up, walk over to my hotel, and or my hotel, walk from my hotel to Disneyland and get started with my day. I don't need an extra step of parking and waiting for the shuttle and on and on. One of my very favorite places to stay is the Howard Johnson, also known as the Hojo. It's like an eight minute walk right across the street. They have great rooms and they're all bright and colorful. The beds are amazing. The AC is powerful which is so appreciated in those hot summer months and they have a really fun pool and a little water park for the kids so if you're interested in the hojo i have a code you can get 15 percent off your room rates which is a great deal so i'll put a link to that in the show notes as well so you can check that out i also have other hotels that i've stayed at that i really like i'm gonna put a link to them In the show notes, I have a whole section on my website about hotels at Disneyland. And so I'll put all of that information in there. Now, if you're staying at Disney World, Disney World has a ton of on-property hotels. They, I don't even know how many, I think over 30, maybe 31. I'm not exactly sure. So many choices in all different price ranges. So Disney World has a lot of more affordable hotels than Disneyland does they've only got three to choose from at Disneyland and they are all expensive Disney World has different tiers they have like a value tier and a moderate and they have all different price ranges in mind so if you're going to Disney World chances are you will find staying on property much more affordable many people love it because they think it's very convenient to get to the parks with the shuttle system or riding the Skyliner or things like that but I still prefer to stay off property. Shh, don't tell Disney World that I said that. And I think the reason is we have a large family. We have six people. So we do need two rooms or a suite, which does add up. And we have had a lot of luck just renting a house within walking, not within walking distance. I did not mean to say that. Definitely not within walking distance. But they have lots of houses for rent and we're able to just drive ourselves to the park. And we've saved... lot of money doing this and we get more space and we have a kitchen. Sometimes we'll rent a house with a pool so we can have an off day and just stay at the house and swim. And it's been really nice. So I will put a link to where we like to book through when we're staying, when we're renting a house near Disney World. The last time we were there, we got this house that had a movie theater room, had a private swimming pool and hot tub. It had a game room Plus, it had enough bedrooms that everyone could have their own room and their own bathroom, full kitchen. It was amazing. And it was the same price as if we had booked two Walt Disney World rooms. Actually, it was a little less. So we saved money. Plus, we had so much space. And on our off days, we didn't have to go anywhere. The kids were so happy to just stay at the house and swim and watch movies. And so I felt like we saved money there too because we could just stay at the house and enjoy our time resting instead of... Feeling like we had to go out and spend money doing other things to keep people entertained on our rest days. So I'll put a link to the places that we like to rent from at Disney World in the show notes. I've also stayed at a lot of hotels that are not on property but just right around Disney World that are much cheaper and then I've used Uber or Lyft to get to the park. So that is an option too. So you have options. Don't feel like you have to stay on property to have a good time. I think that's the moral of the story. But if you choose to, great. You're going to have an amazing time too because staying on property can be really fun. But whatever you decide, it's going to be great. All right, so you've got your date, your tickets, your reservation, your hotel. Now you need to think about dining reservations. Some of the most popular dining experiences at both Disney parks require reservations. Guests can make dining reservations 60 days in advance on the Disney website or using the Disney app. So do some research and figure out what kind of restaurants you'd like to eat at are you really excited about Blue Bayou or maybe you're trying to get into space 220 is it 220 yes I always want to say 2020 and that is wrong space 220 at Epcot so decide where you want to eat and then be on the lookout for those reservations they go quickly so you've got to really be watching for dining reservations if you want to go that route Lots of times I don't make any dining reservations because I love the quick service places. My family is not really interested in sitting down for a long leisurely meal when we're at Disney. They just want to get done with eating fast so we can get back to having fun. So it all just depends on what you're looking for. If you want dining reservations, you're going to want to make them 60 days in advance. If you don't care, that's fine. Just skip dining reservations. There's quick service, mobile ordering. You're not going to go hungry. I can promise you that. Or if you're like me and like to save a little bit of money on meals, you can also bring in a lunch or a dinner, just put it in a soft-sided cooler or a little cooler backpack or something like that, and we pack sandwiches or little pre-made salads, snacks, things like that so that we can save money by skipping a meal at the park because it does get expensive. I have a whole section on my website about what you can bring to Disneyland, Disney World, what kind of food you can bring in. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Okay, step number seven is make a plan for each day. Now, don't freak out when I say that. I know when I say make a plan for each day, a lot of people kind of get anxious or upset. I've heard people say, I'm on vacation. I don't want a plan. I just want to go with the flow and see how it happens so now when i say make a plan i'm not suggesting that you have to schedule out every minute of the day unless you want to if that's your thing go for it but i prefer to have a more detailed plan but a basic plan is fine too so take some time to figure out what you want to do on your vacation what do you want to do on your disney day Research some of the popular attractions and entertainment. Are there characters that you want to see? What's important to your family? What are they most looking forward to? So figure out what you want to do and kind of decide which rides you're going to do first. So figure out a game plan for the morning so that you don't waste time standing around making a plan. I can't tell you how many times... I see people do this every single time I'm at Disneyland, they're standing around discussing what they should do next. And everyone's like, I don't know, we could go to Space Mountain, and then someone else is like, let's check the wait times. They're like, no, it's too long, well, what should we do now? And they're just wasting time, and at the end of the day, if you add up all the time they stood around trying to decide what they were going to do, I bet it's a couple of hours. So don't be that family. Figure out what you want to do and make a little game plan, especially for the morning so that you're ready to hit the ground running. You don't have to plan out every minute, but just kind of have a vague idea idea of what you want to do. Now, take a look at the map. You can use the Disneyland or Disney World app to take a look at the map so you kind of know where you're headed and you can get your morning off on the right foot. Then as the day goes on, you can kind of adjust your plan or add to it, but at least you have a plan for the morning. If you want to plan your whole day too, that would be great because I love it when people plan their whole day. Now, if you are overwhelmed with the planning process, I do have a free itinerary a free disneyland touring plan one for california adventure one for disneyland on my website that i update every single month i just updated it for april so you can go on there and print it off and take it to the parks and just follow along in the given order skip what you don't want to do and that'll help save you time in line plus give you a plan and your kids will probably love it kids love know what's knowing what's happening and having a plan. So if you hand each of them a little printout and you say, this is our day, here's a pen, check it off while we're riding in the stroller or eating lunch, things like that, they'll think that's really fun. So I do have a free printable plan on my website. I'll put a link to that. Man, I'm going to have so many links in my show notes. I just have a lot of great information on my website. I got to get it to you. And I also have customized Disneyland plans. I'm not doing Disney World right now. I had to stop that because I've got so many Disneyland plans. And that's kind of my specialty. But I'm hoping to open back up Disney World eventually. So I have customized Disneyland touring plans. And if you're like me and really love a detailed plan, but you're overwhelmed and don't know how to do it and don't feel like the free plan really works for your family or you're going for more than one day, I can totally help you out with that. I'll put a link in the show notes. I also do planning phone calls. So just a 30-minute phone call. If you have questions or need advice or aren't sure about what to do, about different situations or scenarios, or just need some basic Disneyland planning advice, then the phone call package might be a great option for you. So you can check that out too. All right, step number eight is read my top tips. So on my website, I have my top Disneyland and Disney World tips, and they are really helpful. These tips will walk you through all the important things that you need to know for your Disneyland trip, and you'll learn so much, and you'll show up prepared for anything and everything. So I'm going to put a link to my top tips in the show notes, but make sure you read through them real quick before you show up at the Disney parks. Number nine is buy some essentials in advance. Disney has everything that you could possibly want. They literally do. Did you forget your deodorant? Disney has you covered. Do you need allergy medicine? Disney has you covered. I know these things because I've had to buy them from Disneyland before, but it's expensive. They don't charge normal grocery store prices. It's going to be expensive. And of course, if you forget something, that's just what you have to do, right? But with a little planning beforehand, you can buy things in advance that you know you're going to need from Amazon or Walmart or wherever it is that you shop and you can save a little bit of money. So I have a whole list of what to buy on Amazon before your Disney trip. I'll put a link in the show notes. I also have a list of everything that I pack in my park bag because I'm like Mary Poppins. My park bag is fully stocked, ready for any situation, and it has come in handy time and time again. Things like Advil and Band-Aids and chapstick and hair ties. I've got it all plus more all in my Disney bag. So I'll put a link to my Disney bag essentials in the show notes as well. So if you have all the things on the Amazon list and all the things on the Disney essentials list, you're going to be in really good shape when you show up at the Disney parks. You're not going to have to emergency buy things because you don't have something that's really important. So check those out. They're going to be really helpful. All right. My last tip is to just enjoy. Don't forget that this is a vacation. You're supposed to relax and enjoy yourself, and if you put in a little work ahead of time planning your vacation, then it's going to pay off big time. I don't want you to show up and be so stressed about your day or having the perfect vacation that you're so stressed that you really can't enjoy it. Because I've been there, I've done that on vacations, and it's really not fun when you're rushing through every moment trying to make sure that everything's going well. You forget to take the time to actually enjoy yourself and your vacation and your family and loved ones. And really, you're there to make memories. You're there to enjoy yourself, so make sure that you do. I always like to say, plan everything that you can before you get there, be as prepared as possible, and then let it all go. Just go with the flow once you're there, have a good attitude, and be happy no matter what happens, because you're going to have a great time, especially if you show up with a good attitude and go with the flow remember to take lots of pictures because those are so important and enjoy your magical disney vacation i hope this disney planning guide was helpful for you if you need more help or have any questions please reach out to me and ask i'm here to help i'm happy to help and if you have any questions when you're in the parks ask a cast member They are everywhere, and they are so helpful and friendly. They'll be able to point you in the right direction. Now, I know you're going to have a great time. I'm really excited. I'm getting so excited for everybody's Disney vacations. If you're there at Disneyland or Disney World and think about it, tag me in a picture. I would love to see it. I love to see people's Disney pictures. just makes me so happy. I'm daydreaming about my next Disney trip. A couple more weeks and I will be back for all of the character hugs and the nighttime entertainment. I'll also be celebrating my birthday while we're there. I'm just taking my girls and it's going to be fun. I'm excited. Last year I wasn't able to do Disney around my birthday, which was kind of disappointing because of COVID. But this year I'll be celebrating my birthday at Disneyland. Can't wait. That's all I've got for you today. I hope it was helpful. I really appreciate you being here. I really do. You're the best. I'll be back next week with something new. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon.